Hi everyone and welcome back to Bolton Fan TV podcast. Uh, I'm back with Tyler as always and yeah today is a very it's going to be a very controversial one I think it's again as most of our discussions do it's going to be a 50-50 split but um yeah following the Tramia game I know painful subject but We've got to talk about it. Um, the referees, absolutely horrendous, to say the least. Um, first of all, what are... Yeah, joke of a referee. Um, what are your thoughts on that whole situation? He should never be a referee ever again or should go back to where he started and get more experience before managing, like, even refereeing a League 2 game or League 1 game. Under 23's ref does a League 2 game. The two favourites to go up in back to League 1, he's refereeing that and gets so many mistakes wrong. I mean, I completely agree. <laughs> you know, under 23's referee, how on earth he's managed to whittle his way into a few of, like, pretty big games to be fair but um one of the more controversial things besides what actually happened in the game was you know obviously Bolton fans were well raging um don't blame them I think rightly so um yeah a lot of people jumped on social media trying to find you know this guy's accounts and someone actually found his Facebook account yeah and From the pictures, it would appear he is a Tramia fan. Which, no, he actually is a Tramia fan. He actually is. Like, <laughs> how has the FA allowed someone that supports one of the teams to referee a game? It doesn't make any sense. Like, Stupid. It's. <laughs> I mean, one bit of good news that came out of it was Ian Everett uh, well, wasn't going to be punished for his red card, which, I mean, Jesus... That's a whole different situation. That was after the game and it all went off. Um, do you know what's, do you know what's still waiting? Down. What? Do you know we're still waiting for the Delaney red card? Because he's gone gone for that as well. Ever. Has he? I don't even know that. Yeah. But um he's gone for it. Yeah, uh let's break it down by you know what happened. We're not necessarily gonna be talking about the performance of us. Uh I wanted to do this, you know, talk about the referees because I do think you know, below the it, it, to be fair, even the Premier League needs better referees. Um, obviously, yeah. the Premier League has VAR. I know yeah. it's a very controversial system, but um, I do think it helps. But I also think it doesn't in ways. But um, yeah, from at, at the very minimum, Championship and below needs better referees. And yeah. this isn't me just being like, oh yeah, we've had one bad encounter with a referee. I've been saying this since Bolton were last in the championship because it's quite frankly ridiculous, you know. Um, we have been cost games, you know. This season alone, we've had two incidents incidents that spring to mind, you know. Earlier in the season, we get a goal disallowed because of apparent handball that the linesman gave, not the referee. And then and obviously... the Chester game as well. I don't remember what happened in that game, but sure, I'll take your word for it. Um the, se- yeah. the second goal, the guy were behind our defenders and then referee said he's not offside. And oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, 
three incidences in one season. Like, that's a joke. That's far too many than what should be happening. And okay, without the assistance of VAR, I understand. But at the same time, referees have been doing this for however many years before VAR. So why is there all of a sudden becoming more mistakes, especially against Bowen? Not obviously, I'm not saying that just like, oh yeah, we're hard done by, please feel sorry for us. But at the end of the day, it seems like, like, I'll be honest, I know I don't keep up with League Two a lot besides Bowen, but from what it seems, it seems to be only our games that we're having some sort of issue, whether it be obviously performances is half of it, but then, you know, the Tramia game was a very crucial game and we've lost because of the referees. I mean, realistically, it probably should have ended in a draw, 1-1, in my opinion. Um, but it didn't, simply because of the referee, you know. We get I mean, Delaney sent off for, one, trying to block a shot, and two, winning a header. And then, you know, <laughs> their player doesn't get sent off for spearing Sarsevich <laughs> when he's clear through. It doesn't make any sense. I don't understand oh, oh. what went through that ref's head. Oh, the guy doesn't get booked because he fell on Delaney, hurting Delaney a bit, not even a card. He's like, nope, straight pen. But this annoyed me. The ref pointed for a corner. Oh, the linesman yeah. also pointed for the corner. Five seconds later, nope, penalty. And I want to pick up on something that Ian Everett said. Um, he said it quite cautiously, but also outright, because obviously he still was at the Tranmere ground when he said this. But according to Everett, there was... Tramia players getting in the referee's ear, which it, I'd say it matches up. Um, they should get just books, because, Scotland. yeah, but I mean, the ref listened to him, so why would he? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it, it matches up like the evidence is there, I'd say. Um, with Ian Ebert saying, you know, like, like his red card, for example, um, he went over and basically got like. If you watch the clip as well, ever all he's doing is walking over and the ref's already reached for his pocket. Like, yeah, it looks like he's speaking too nicely. Like he's, he's already like, no, he's like, right, I'm getting ready for this and then brings out the yellow. Like, no, I'm sorry, but if I'm in Everett's shoes, I'd back Ever 100% to have a go at the ref because he's had a terrible game. Like, <laughs> right, let's actually break it down, you know, what happened. Um, so, you know, there was the red card that wasn't a red card slash should have been a red card, whatever you want to call it. Um, I mean, first of all, it's the first three minutes that goal goes in, you know? We're already like, oh, no, great. Here we go again. We're going to get battered 3-0 by Tramier again. Um, again, though, it does go back to that, you know, we need to start games better, which we do. Um, and, you know... Then the whole blooming onslaught of the referee started. Uh, it seemed like we were all over them for the majority of that game by the first three minutes. Yeah. Um, we probably could have easily won that, but you know, but we'll never do it the easy way. So we should have at least gotten a draw, um, and we didn't. Um, now I'll be honest, I haven't looked at the highlights, so <laughs> I can't bring myself to watch them. Um, I, I've watched them. <clears throat> So I don't actually know what order like the incidents happened, but um, I know what the incidents were. So um, yeah, I mean, I'm guessing you know what order they go in, kind of. Yeah, the the penalties in the second, like 
say about first five minutes into the second half. Yeah, that, gets sent off. that penalty's a joke, you know. Like, do you even see? I, I like I've seen clips on Twitter, but I haven't watched the full highlights. Um, Delaney literally blocks the shot, and the ref points at the corner flag, and then because you know all the Blintrammere players getting in his ear, they're like, "Oh no, that's a pen, that's a pen." So he's just like, "Oh, favorite club, sack it, it's a pen," which is wrong for a start. Um, he blocks. He blocks the shot really well and then gets dragged down by the Tramia player who's yeah. on top of Delaney. <laughs> Penalty. No, it doesn't make Just any not. sense. Um, I mean, also as well, by the way, anyone listening, watching, uh, this isn't us, like like I said earlier, it's not us begging for sympathy. Like, oh, look, look at us. We got screwed yeah, over. No. It's like, we've just got to move on now. Um, but at the same time, I did want to talk about you know, referees in general, um, just because, well, I feel like I kind of have to at this point. Um, yeah. Something needs to be done about it, realistically. Um, whether it be even as simple as adding, I don't know, I don't know what you do to apply to be a referee, but in my head, it's, you know, like a questionnaire kind of thing. Like, I don't know. Um, even if it's like asking when you go for the interview or whatever, you know, what team do you support? And then avoid letting them referee that game because then yeah. he's just going to sway it. Um, I mean, prime example, literally Bolton versus Tramia. The, the guy appears to have refed a Tramia game before. I don't know if the, if Tramia won that or what, but um, I think it was actually the playoff finals in the National League, if I'm not mistaken. That's what I've read somewhere. I don't know how true that is. Um, and then, yeah, he, co- he comes to Blumen, uh ref Tramia again, and it's against one of Tramia's biggest rivals and we get well stiffed <laughs> yep. to, to put it nicely um uh yeah so obviously that penalty probably wasn't a penalty shouldn't have been a penalty never was um sticking with Delaney what what do you reckon about the header then I don't really know because I mean, from what I've seen, you know, 50-50 for me. Um, okay, he stuck his arm out. But I've seen multiple uh, players do that, whether it be in the Premier League Championship or League One. They very rarely get booked for it, unless it is a clear, like, yeah. I'm going to elbow you in the face. Like, if they're actually jumping for the ball, they very rarely get booked for it. So I don't understand. Well, I do understand why Delaney got booked for it because the ref was on their side. But um, it just doesn't make any sense, you know. Like I'm pretty sure as well they even clashed heads because hasn't Delaney got like? Didn't he end up yeah. having like the bandage around his head? Yeah. So he's won the header, <laughs> but got sent off. It doesn't make sense. Like, you know, I mean, it is what it is. You know, we can't change it, but um. Yeah, like I said, the one good thing we got out of this was that uh, Everett wasn't going to miss a game, um, which was supposed to be the Mansfield game, which got called off due to a frozen pitch. Um, yeah. Uh, so our next game is late in Orient. It's going to be a very tough nice. game. Extremely nice. tough game. <laughs> um, let's just hope referees are a bit more, you know, down the middle <laughs> rather than yeah. on their side. Um, 
also as well, an interesting point I want to bring up is, um, you know, had it been on, like, let's say, for example, the Champions game, let's say the referee was more biased towards us, what would you do in that situation? I don't really know. I mean, we, we take the points, but like... yeah. I don't know. I'd see. I'd like to sit here and say, like, you know, oh, I'd be like, oh no, that's wrong. You know, we shouldn't have the points. But realistically, I don't think Bolton fans would pipe up. They are, they are our rivals, so I would take the points off them. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, you know, um, I don't think I've seen many Tranmere fans acknowledge the referee. To be honest, which I've seen about five people. Five people. I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean. <sighs> Just Tranmere fans in general. I avoided Twitter after that, realistically. Um, even though, like, two days after, I've still seen clips and whatever. But, um, yeah. yeah. So, the Leighton Orient game. I don't remember what the score... Did we lose to them last time? We got battered. We lost to them last time. <laughs> so, um, I mean, do, do you see it changing on, well, tomorrow? Yeah, my prediction could be a two-all draw because we we can score, but we can let goals in, and we have the fight to keep to get a draw. That's why I'm going for a draw. It, again, though, it goes back to that whole thing of you know we have to that first five minutes is key for us. If yeah. if we start that game badly and concede, chances are the best we're getting out of it is a draw. I mean, we, we've seen it countless times this season. You know, uh, Barrow game, prime example, a 3-3 because the first, like, what, 20 minutes that game? We were yeah, horrendous. They were 3 now up. We were awful. <laughs> but then, you know, like Tyler just said, we have that fighting spirit, you know. We're not going to lie down for anyone, even though we kind of did for Leighton Orient, but that's not the point. Um, you know, we will fight as much as physically possible to at least get a point, which... It's a good trait to have in a team, but it's not one you should be relying on. As in, you know, I've said it on uh, the Once and Never Out podcast, and I think I've mentioned it on this podcast. Um, I just do believe that, you know, we are going out with that mentality of let's hope to get something out of this game. Rather yeah. than being like, we want the three points or we need the three points, um, they're just going out there and hoping for something to happen, you know? Um, also as well, no sauce for three to four weeks. Um, with nice. he, he is out with a groin injury. I'm sure everybody has seen by now. Kieran Lee should be back though. He's Declan been in training. Everett did say that it was a doubt that he'd start tomorrow or even play tomorrow. Um, just because he, he, I don't think he's fully fit. But... Also, as well, let's go back to transfers. We're still in January. You know, we're on 29th. We've got a couple of days left. Um, Everett has said that, you know, he's expecting a busy couple of days. Oh, Apparently, this oh. deal's close. Don't really know who. <laughs> but apparently, um, yeah, we've got at least maybe two, three players potentially coming in. Um don't quote me on that, but Everett did say that he's he's close to agreeing a few things. So, look forward to see who they are. Um, I'd take another striker, though, to like, for just in case someone gets injured. 
Yeah, but I mean, do we do we need that just because you know? I mean, Doyle, uh, Delfonso, and Arthur, like. Yeah, but where, where's Miller? Oh yeah, he's supposed to be back as well. By the way, that. I say, where, where's he been? Yeah, he's supposed to be back. He's had a few injuries to be fair. Um, but yeah, we've got him back as well. So you know, I don't think we need a new striker. The main thing I want out of this transfer window. Is a keeper. Yeah. Just because, you know, Jilks, I'm not blaming him for recent results, but because I do think the defence, I mean, all season hasn't been great. Our whole team hasn't been great, really. Um, but I mean, the whole goalkeeper situation. How long, really, can we keep Krellin on the bench? You know? Um, I'm just hoping that if we don't get a keeper, either Jilks can really you know, step it up a bit and, you know, play week in, week out, which he's not doing a bad job, in my opinion. But, you know, results just haven't gone our way. Um, See, it's not even like, this is where my issue lies, because obviously, I I mean, I think I said it on the podcast as well, like, earlier in the season, I think me and Tyler both said that we weren't that bothered about the Cups. You know, we were more bothered about the league. But, um now is where I kind of wish we were still in at least one cup, just so we could give Krellin a game to be like, you know, go out, give it your all, and prove that you deserve to be in that starting eleven. Which, don't get me wrong, I've got nothing personal against Krellin, you know? Um, Neither. Neither. I think he, he, he definitely can be a very good goalkeeper, you know, if he just sticks at it, you know, keeps developing, keeps going out on loan spells, and... Um, because the signs were there that he was going to be a very good keeper for us. However, he did kind of forget the basics a little bit. The one game that springs to mind was when he, he just kept fumbling it to their strikers, you know, like easy catches. He misses the ball. Newport. That one, Newport. Exactly. And then, like, yeah, I mean, we end up losing the game just because he forgot the basics. And, you know, I do personally think Everett gave him too many chances. But, um, yeah. I think if we had have brought Jilks in sooner into that starting eleven, I think we may have picked up a few more points. Yeah. Uh, but it is what it is, you know. I admire Everett, by the way. You know, given like he, he sticks with players until yeah. he's had enough. As in, like, look at the Quelling situation. A lot of fans were wanting him out of that starting eleven within three weeks. You know, um, you know, I do think Quelling could potentially get back into the starting 11, even if it's a rotation, you know? Yeah. Like, maybe one week have Jilks in, then the next maybe try Krellin, um, just to keep them both match fit. Uh, even if it's like a midweek game, say, like, Jilks at the weekend and then try Krellin in midweek and then rotate it. Yeah. Jilks in midweek, <laughs> then, say, Krellin in at weekend. And obviously, the issue is, you know... If we do have Krellin in there, is he going to cost us more points? That's the only, that's the big thing on mm-hmm. every Bolton fan's mind. Like, if we take that chance, are we going to lose more points? Um, I hope not. I mean, obviously, I hope not. <laughs> but yeah, I don't think Jilks can do this for much longer, playing week in, week out, if I'm honest. No. I I don't think he can make... I don't know. To be fair, he may prove us all wrong, and I hope he does, by, you know, maybe doing a full season. 
but he's just unneeded, really. You know, we brought him in primarily as a coach, which obviously if he's playing, he's the one being coached. Um, but yeah, I mean, the whole deal with um, what's he called? Summit Bishop? Is it Nathan Bishop? Nathan Bishop. Yeah, that's all gone quiet. It's basically dead right now. Um, he's, I think he's gone going to somewhere. He's going on loan somewhere, so he's not. Don't think he might be coming towards. Don't quote me on that. I mean, you never know, really. Um, one thing as well, we have apparently are, are expecting an outgoing, um, which is a youngster, Regan Riley. He's apparently on his way yeah. to Norwich. Which, yeah. you know what? Fair enough. Okay, we probably could have potentially gotten a bit more money for him because he's a very good player, but 250k... Yeah, two fifty. Yeah, you know, but um, it's a big opportunity for him. Um, you know, going to Norwich, Norwich in the Championship, right? Champ, top of the Championship. Yeah, top of the Championship. That will be a very good test for him, I think. Um, it will give him a very good chance to develop as well. You know, I look forward to seeing what he does, uh, in in his career. I think he's a very talented player for sure. Um, I know he hasn't played a lot for us, but when he has, he looks like a very good player. So He played um, in one of the uh, friendlies and he looked an absolute baller. And then, um, yeah, so I wish Regan Riley all the best um, going to Norwich. Um, what else is there? I think I've covered all the, all the news. Can I um, talk about something? Go for it. The one person that has been now warned back out, which has really annoyed me. Oh. Luton, Kioso is now at Northampton Town on one for the end of the season. Were, Luton fans said, or the manager said, we've taken him back from Bolton to put him in the squad. Not done I mean, that. that's... <laughs> I'm annoyed at that. I mean... Obviously, this isn't like anything to do with Kioso. He's just literally doing what he's been told, pretty much. Um, yeah. You know, I do obviously wish him well because Kioso put in so much effort for us. You know, bagged us a couple of goals. Um, he is an apps. He is literally the definition of a baller. Um, he, he was amazing, quite frankly. Um, but yeah, that actually brings up a, a, another interesting thing to talk about. Like. When doing loan deals, do you not think there should be some sort of clause in that, like, you know, they've got a... Like, if you're going to record them from a from a club that you loaned them out to, then you probably shouldn't be allowed to loan them straight back out. There should be, like, a period where yeah. they're either playing for you or they're not, yeah. you know? Um, because... It should be like... Go on. Because we, we've lost out on a very key player when... The Luton boss literally told us, he said in interviews, I have no intention of recalling Kioso. And then a couple of months after, bang, Kioso's gone. Um, yep. Which, to be honest, it, it depends on his reasoning. Like, if, if he'd have brought, if he'd have recalled Kioso because of injuries and he needed, needed him back, then that's fair enough. Like, I understand yeah, it. I would have taken that. But, the fact that he's literally brought him back just to loan him out to League One. Obviously, okay, League One, Northampton are doing better than Bowen, but at, at the same time, like you sent him out on loan to us. We should at least get... I mean, we've gotten him for half the season, pretty much, but... Yeah. 
I think we definitely would have benefited from him in the second half of the season. Um, but yeah, I. So, what do you think about that then? Like, do you think there should be a period of time where the yeah, there should be in a the course to say to say right, we'll give you this amount of time to see how he does well in your in your side. Say, right, what Kiosa did from like September to Jan- January, <laughs> then we'll evaluate for a few days if if we don't think he's doing well at your club, we'll take him back, give him a f- few trials like in the squad at ours. If not, we'll warn him back out. Not mm. just be like, right, we'll take him back day later. Bye, also Northampton. Yeah, I mean, it all happened very quick. Like, I don't even think he'd managed to put in step foot back in Luton. He basically, he, he was no, probably in the car and swerved around and started driving to, North, to Northampton. But, um, I mean, yeah, I, again, nothing against Kioso. Absolute yeah, baller. Um, amazing player. Um, I, I hope he does well in League One because, you know, yeah. if he's not being started at, at Luton, then Jesus Christ, Luton are making a massive mistake there. Like, holy. Like, the amount of quality he'd actually bring to Luton is ridiculous. Like, <laughs> he's mental. It'd probably take them to the next level. Um, yeah. Yeah. Let's go back to the Leighton Orient game. Obviously, that is tomorrow. Uh, we've had now, what, a week? No, we've not. Oh, yeah, a week Yeah, since our last game, pretty much. Um, so, yeah, obviously, we were supposed to have the Mansfield game, as we said earlier, but that got postponed. Um, so, you said, did you say 2-2 draw? Yeah, it's a 2-2 draw. I don't know, you know. I reckon, like, I've said this multiple times, you know, Football's weird right now. It's, yeah. it's very Any, odd. Anything can happen. Literally anything. Um, so, either we, we go there and we fight for a draw or we go there and get battered. That's that's the two scenarios I see. I don't think we'll go there and dominate them. Possession-wise, we might, which we have been doing to teams, mm. well, the whole season pretty much. But um, I just don't see us getting three points tomorrow. Obviously, I, I, I want to be as positive as possible but there's only so much you can take being a Bolton fan <laughs> there, yeah. there comes a point where even you you have to step back and be like no you know what <laughs> you know it's like look at the relegation not the relegation the promotion talks you know at the start of the season everybody jumped at that opportunity and now yeah. we're all getting stick for it and it's like okay maybe we probably jumped the gun a bit but you know new manager you're going to get all that hype Um I reckon it's going to be, I'm saying a 2-0 loss. <laughs> I know I just said I want to be positive, but yeah. I, I just that's, that's don't why, see us. That's why I've had people say I'm the more positive one on this podcast. <laughs> I mean, you are, because I just don't put in that front and centre, you know. Um, I mean, I'm, I, I'm 17 and I don't think I've witnessed that many good moments as a Bolton fan, realistically. Um, you know, I remember the main one. one remember yeah, the, main, the main one that springs to mind is us staying up in the championship. Yeah, the Forest one, 2017. Like that was gas. But um, other than that, I don't really remember anything. Um, obviously, uh, being born in 2003. Yeah. So I kind of saw the end of Bolton in the Premier League, but um, not really because I wasn't really. Keeping up with Bolton then. Um, 
yeah. But um, there was one thing I want to talk about. Then. Oh, all the criticism of ever, not like just it, uh, ever outers, but all the criticism he gets from pretty much everyone. Um, I mean, me and Tyler have both said this numerous times, and we'll keep saying it. Um, <laughs> ever is here for the long run. So, in fact, I'll, I'll quote what I put on uh, the BWFC Fan TV uh, Instagram. I literally said, right, if you're saying ever out, save your breath. Simply because yeah. he's here for the long run. Your opinion of ever is not going to change the fact that he is he's here for the long run. And um, no matter how much you say it, he's still going to be here. So get used to it. Obviously, there is one. Go on. There is one Instagram page that throws my head in when it comes to ever outers. You should know who I'm on about. <laughs> I do. <laughs> BWFC Vision. Like, obviously, I understand, right? By the way, this isn't like causing beef or anything. So, you know, Vision, if yeah. you're watching this, yeah, it's, it's not beef. It's just you know what we have different opinions. That's it. Yeah. Um. And yeah, I mean, the whole ever out stuff is, in my opinion, ridiculous because, yeah. you know, the, everyone keeps going back to his time at Barrow. He was there for two years at a National League side. Back, gone back-to-back promotion. Exactly. Like, back-to-back promotion. And obviously, we're already in League Two. So if you take that away, he's basically, next year is probably going to be a more key year if we don't get playoffs um, mm. or if we don't win the playoffs. Um, see that's the only concern as well for me is if we do get playoffs are we actually going to win the playoffs that's the only thing um, yeah. because obviously not being consistent I apologise for the squeaky chair then but um, that is going to be an even more stressful period of time if we do get playoffs and you know that is just going to be I don't think I'd be able to even look at the bloody scores. I'd just wait till it's all... I'd curl up in a ball and wait till it's all over. That's what I'd do. <laughs> because, my God, I cannot take that amount of stress. Um, but yeah, I'd I, watch it. I'd watch it, but I'd turn blind eyes when watching it. <laughs> it'd be like watching them in England in the World Cup again <laughs> on penalties. Yeah. That's what it'd be like. Um, but yeah, let's go back to transfers a bit. I know this podcast has been all over the place, but it's fine. That's what you get with us at this point. Um, uh, is there anyone in particular you'd like to see come in, not just position-wise, but like actual players? Not really, but I'd take two more like one signings to just just in case someone else gets injured and mm. say like Sars. I know we've got Kieran Lee, Conway and Crawford. We'll have to get, I think we need to get someone else as well from that certain position. To either come on when they're like injured, say in the first fifteen minutes, or something. Mm. Also, as well, think... uh, what about uh, Arthur? Do you reckon he deserves to be starting more? Yeah, I think he does. I, I agree I think... for sure. Because as soon as he as soon as he comes on, game changes. You're not wrong. Like he literally against Tranmere, he did. Like, didn't he come on and like almost I mean, score straight away? I know he sliced it. Yeah, he... But, he, he got he got the assist for was it Doyle? I think it was yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, Delfonso, that's another interesting topic. Um, what do you reckon's happening? Like, I think uh, when I was last on Once and Never Out podcast, we did discuss this quite extensively. Um, you know, it, it could be 15 billion different reasons, you know. Um, but what, what do you reckon it, it is? Don't know, you know, because he has had experience in different leagues, but I'm not saying this is like going to be a downfall to him. It is a new league for him, unless he's been in this league before, which I don't know. He, I don't think, like going back to the Doyle thing, I don't think he's getting too much ball, like balls played to him, mm. and chances wise, that's that's why I think going wrong with him. I mean, I agree, obviously, but um. You know, at the, at the same time, I don't know. It, it, it's a different situation, isn't it, really, between yeah. Doyle and Delfonso? Because Doyle's still getting played. It might be just because of last season, you know, top goal scorer, you know, if you're not playing him, what are you doing? Kind of thing. But, yeah, um, yeah with, with Delfonso, obviously, he's got a lot on his plate. You know, he's had a kid, you know. He's still got to perform week in, week out. Um, he's probably knackered because of the blooming late nights or early mornings, you know. Um, that's Especially not just getting up for training. That's like his, his kid as well. Um, I mean, yeah, I, I, I don't think this is going to like break him in a sense. Like, I reckon he'll definitely bounce back from it and yeah. start being more consistent. But um, until that happens, I think we may need to give him a break, you know, like maybe not include him on the bench even, you know, like maybe give him two weeks or so. So, because um, yeah. I I don't think we'll miss out, like not a suspect to Delfonso, but I don't think we'll miss out on him right now. Um, Simply because, you know, we, we've got Miller back and obviously Arthur, he's in banging form at the minute. Um, So I, I don't think we'd struggle too much, at least not any more than what we kind of currently are. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> I think we've covered everything. Um, I know it was only supposed you, to be on the refs. Go on. What do you think about the formation he's playing now? 4-3-3. Four, four, three, three. What do you think of that, ever? I mean, it's better. It a decent one? Decent one or... I do think it's, it's better than at the start of the season, in my opinion. Just because, you know, at the start of the season, we were saying how we would like wingers, you know, after the first few games... We'd like wingers, you know, especially when Politic comes back, because honestly, we are missing out big time with with like with Politic being out. Um, True, but that El Eddie, he's been. He looks like a been, very good yeah. player for sure. Um, I think he just needs a bit more time to settle in, and then I think he'll hit a run of form. And I think you know, yeah, we, we may start getting more more points yeah. hopefully, and completely switch our season around. Um, which is what I'm hoping to happen anyway. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's it's definitely better, you know, because even though we are doing still our choreographed routine that we spoke about last time, you know, uh, from the back to the wingers into the middle shoot, um, that's the only, like, yeah, I, I do think 4-3-3 is better for us, you know, but it just depends, doesn't it, really? It depends on the yeah. game and what players you have available, you know, and injuries, stuff like that. So, I think for now, it's definitely good. Um, also, as well, 
Ian Everett with his tactics, bro. <laughs> I like everyone's giving him stick, saying like, "Oh, he's only got one tactic and stuff." Or at least I've seen a few people, and um, I don't agree. I think his tactics are pretty solid, if you ask me. You know, yeah. he came in, said what he wanted to do, and he's done it. You know, like we are playing attacking football. Um, okay, admittedly, our defense probably could be better, but um, I don't know. I, I do think his tactics are, I wouldn't say spot on, because obviously if they were spot on, we'd be winning every game. But, you know, in games, he's doing a lot of shouting, which is good. Um, yeah. You know, with, I think that's the main reason Jilks is in there as well, because he does he yells at that defence, but it doesn't seem to be getting through. Um, I mean, yeah, I think the only thing Everett could probably ask more of the players from, besides, you know, obviously consistency, is... Uh, press from the front because yeah. that Salford game, honestly, that's some of the best football I've seen Bolton play in a while. Um, yeah. Doyle with a high press, it the defenders couldn't cope with it. Um, and I think John, it, it, Jones with them, did that moment. Jones with them three balls, they were yeah. confusing def- defenses. And then, um, yeah, I mean, if we push from the from the front, I reckon we. Like, I mean, obviously, it's not happened. So, but we would be getting more points, and we would have more points, I reckon. So, um, I think that's the only thing I'd say. You know, maybe bring that back a bit. But other than that, he's pretty spot on with tactics and stuff. It's just players aren't necessarily doing one what they've learned on the blooming on the training pitch, but at the same time, they're not listening to Everett again. So, um, I mean, yeah. I think that is a good place to end it. Yeah. Uh, we've, we've spoken about it a lot. I know that was probably a lot of information to digest. But, um, yeah. yeah. So, Leighton Orient tomorrow should be a good game, I hope. <laughs> Hopefully we get a win. But, like I said, I reckon 2-0 loss. Tyler said 2-2 draw. Um, remember, as well, we are now on YouTube. So, if you are watching this, hit that like button. Hit the subscribe button. Uh, comment down below your score predictions as well. Um, and yeah, if you're listening on Spotify, Apple Music, whatever else, uh, <laughs> Apple Podcasts, not Apple Music, same thing. Um, yeah, then be sure to leave us a review and a five star rating. Um, this has been Bolton Fan TV podcast, the Bolton Fan TV podcast. I'm, I'm still getting used to this after the new year guys all right (laughs) give me a few more weeks um but yeah thank you for listening watching and we will see you next friday goodbye